0: The topic for this morning is opposition and godliness. And the reading is taken from Proverbs chapter 29, verse 8 to 10. Mockers stir up the city, but wise men turn away anger. If a wise man goes to court with a fool, the fool rages and scoffs, and there is no peace. Bloodthirsty men hate a man of integrity and seeks to kill the upright. Expect opposition. Jago reminded us on Saturday from Acts, Paul, boldly and without hindrance, preached the kingdom of God. As we grow to give, preaching the kingdom of God, we will face opposition. Paul faced opposition, but he stood firm because he knew that God is for him. Paul knew that his salvation is secured because it is not about him or us, but it is all about Jesus. Paul was prepared to give his life and love those who seek to persecute him and to share his hope with them. Our opposition today can come in different forms. Firstly, stir up the city, causing division. It may be political and institutional. Formalised opposition in laws and government policy, sometimes quite subtle. Increasingly, political parties insist that you cannot work on one issue with them if you don't embrace all of their approved positions like a package deal. We see that in the US. This puts pressure on Christians in leadership. Tim Keller puts it, They mock their opponents rather than make an argument or a case. They energise the base and cause disorder. We saw this during the time of Jesus and with Paul later on with the Jewish leaders. Today, we face the subtlety of becoming politically correct rather than biblically correct. 2. Rages and scoffs, causing disputes. This is relational, that we've been ridiculed by our friends, relatives and families even uh, for our beliefs and in some instances within the Christian church community. Thirdly, hate the men of integrity. In our work life, some may be discriminated against because you are a Christian and do not support some of the anti or non-Christian initiatives, or by behaving with integrity and being upright and as a result, losing our jobs or missing out on promotion they seek to kill the upright probably none of us have been thrown into prison or had our homes burned down or our families or our lives threatened or harmed because of our faith this still happens in other countries john 15:18 if the world hates you keep in mind it hated me first so expect opposition but how do we respond to opposition in a godly manner? Says in Proverbs, wise men turn away anger, and are the peacemakers, by implication, no peace? Firstly, pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us. When provoked, always ask the Holy Spirit to guide our hearts, our minds, and our words. A response of fear, anger, and reactionary outrage will fuel the fire but a response by listening with grace and courageous love will turn away anger. The Holy Spirit will give us understanding of the mockers' motives. Jesus exposes the motives of the proud and judgmental hearts on his healing on the Sabbath. The Spirit will guide us to speak graciously as we are called to in Colossians 4, 6. Let your conversations be always full of grace. Season with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. 2. Repent if needed. We need to examine our own hearts by asking whether God could be using the opposition to get you to deal with some blind spot, shortcoming, or sin in our own lives, irrespective of our opponent's motives. 3. Look to Jesus and love genuinely, He will give you the grace. And strength that you need to bear up under every trial for the sake of the gospel, we are called to love our enemies in matthew five forty four love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Often, my own human emotional response is to fight back, but jesus response was, "Father, forgive them. Remember it's all about him. And the more we know our Lord Jesus, his grace and his mercy, the more we will be able to love sincerely. Fourth, make peace with all. Romans 12:17. Do not repay anyone evil with evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Jesus sought peace and restored the soldier's ear when he was cut off. And fifthly, trust God and do good, as it says in Psalm 37.3. For it is God's will that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish men. That comes from 1 Peter 2.15. Repeatedly were called to do good. And in Proverbs 25, 21, if your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. And if he's thirsty, give him water to drink, for you will heap burning coals on his head. We're not in this alone. We have our connect groups to support us. When we face opposition, to meet and to pray with others. Sixthly, share your hope. Paul continually used the opportunities where he was persecuted to share the gospel and hope. And the example of uh, him facing King Agrippa and later on in Rome, he was able to just give his testimony on how he was converted. He continually used those opportunities to share his hope. Lastly, be respectful in answering, 1 Peter 3.15, but do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience. I hand it back over to Josh. Wang spoke to us this morning from Proverbs, reminding us that expecting opposition is part of what it looks like to be a Christian. And he used the phrase that wise men turn away anger. And he encouraged us to pray, to ask the Holy Spirit to help us, to repent if needed, to look to Jesus and to love genuinely, to make peace with all, to trust God and to do good, to share the hope that we have and to be respectful. We were then encouraged to pray for ourselves, but also for Christians in politics, for leaders in the church and for the church community and their families. So let's pray together, shall we?